sensations, our interpretation, behaving persuasion. That's the way that we give it to you. Gals, what they want. Gals, what they need. A pleasant good day to all. Welcome back to another episode of Gals. Hosted by a gal, but I can't speak for all gals. This is a podcast brought to you by 10th Year Seniors, and I am your host, Manda. And I have another guest today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. This is your resident insurance lady. (laughs) So if you guys saw on all the socials, I asked you for all of your insurance questions because I've been seeing a lot of insurance as a scam. So I figured I would just get a professional and ask all of the questions that you guys sent me. So these are the questions from Twitter, WhatsApp, Instagram. And are you ready, resident insurance lady? I'm ready. Great. How long have you been in the insurance arena? I have been working with my company since 2005. So a pretty long time. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a long time. It's pretty long. Was insurance always the plan? Like you always wanted to do insurance or is this a plan B? No, it wasn't any A, B, or C plan. I um, was working for a company that closed down, mm-hmm. and the managing director who I was working for, he got me an interview with the place that I work now, which is insurance management. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I interviewed, it was actually for the accounts department, not even to be like an insurance agent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I slowly just worked my way out of there into, you know, the underwriting sales department. Work your way out of the accounts department. Yeah. Um, After a few years and kind of where I landed. And that's pretty much it. Okay. So how do you, how does one get into the field of insurance? Is there like insurance school? Like how you know that there's a thing you could do? What, what certifies you? Is it something where you get the job and they train you as you go? Well, there's different levels to being in the insurance field. Um, You can go into insurance and want to be a sales agent. Um, You can go into insurance and want to do, you know, underwriting, which is what you, what happens when you submit an application and decide if you're eligible for the policy or whatnot. But um, you, here in the Bahamas, we can take um, exams to become an agent, mm-hmm. which is by the insurance commission, um, we can also do out-of-country exams. I took exams by um, the Insurance Institute in the UK, mm-hmm. and there's different levels for that. Um, you also have life insurance exams. So there's tons of different exams and ways that you can go about it. So the kind of insurance... The kind of insurance that you are selling or, or managing or whatever, that's that's the test you take. It ain't like one big test and then you pick a field. Or is there like a big test and then you specialize if you want to? To become an agent here, they have general insurance and non-life and then life and health insurance. Okay. Um, so I took the ordinary life and, you know, medical insurance exams to become a health and life agent. Um, so there's that and it... That exam, you learn about the different types of policies, how they work just in general, and then you apply them to mm-hmm. the policies that you're going to be selling. Okay. Wait, so I, I've heard this term before, seeing people on Twitter. What is an underwriter? What do they What do they do, or what's their, what's their judge? What's their um, thing? An underwriter. An underwriter is someone who, when you submit your application to the insurance company, they mm-hmm. take it, they look at it, they analyze it. They see whether or not you have any pre-existing conditions. If you do, um, will they affect, you know, your policy? How much? How well? How much? Let me see. How? How well you qualify for? Well, yeah, I guess how well you get. qualify, or like, if you have to be loaded, if you need to, which means if you have to pay an additional premium because you have some type of illness, mm-hmm. whether or not they will exclude the illness, whether or not um, you're declined For whatever in general. Reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so so the underwriters, that's the decision maker. They do They're the, the they do the investigation. You could have it or you can't. That's the yay or nay. Yeah. So okay. be mad at them when you can't get your policy. Okay, the most asked question I got when I put this out to the socials was why do people why do we have to meet a deductible and also pay monthly payments? What who benefits from that? Who does who decision that is be? That is that's my job making me do that or what? No, that's the insurance companies <laughs> making you do that. But mm-hmm. there's different types of plans that an individual person can take out. Someone can take out a plan where you don't have to meet a deductible at all. You only make a co-payment. You can take out a plan where um, you do have to meet your deductible. Once you meet your deductible, you only have to pay 20%. And once you pay so much money, say you have a $500 deductible. That's me. You also have something called an out-of-pocket maximum, which is probably like $2,000, maybe $5,000. Oh. And what that is is after you meet your deductible, you only pay 20%. Mm-hmm. So because the claims are split 80-20, 80% for the insurer, 20% for the insured. So I think that's what I have, you know. Probably. So the... 20, all those 20% you end up paying mm-hmm. go towards your out-of-pocket maximum. And once you meet that, say $5,000, then claims will be covered at 100%. Okay, so when you say out-of-pocket maximum. All the money you've paid out-of-pocket. Okay. So, and then it's paid. So your deductible different from your out-of-pocket maximum. Yeah, that's two separate things. Okay. I hope you're all following because I ain't following too well. But she's explaining well. It's just it's taking a, a little while for the for the trains to leave the station for me. So basically, everybody don't be meeting a deductible and making monthly payments. That's it's depending on the plan it that depend, you get. It depends on the plan. There are companies here in the Bahamas um, that you literally just have to pay thirty dollars when you go to the doctor. You only have to pay a hundred dollars when you go mm-hmm. to the doctor's hospital emergency room. Mm-hmm. Um, the plan that you have, mm-hmm. if you have to go be admitted in the doctor's hospital, you should only have to pay $250. Okay. So, but the, the plan she has, let me be clear, is a group plan, not I, an individual nah, plan. I was just about to say. Because the individual <laughs> plans and the group plans, they be different. I was going to say, so it's my job would pick for us to be meeting at the deductible and making a monthly payment of $102. <laughs> Dino Lil, Dino Tree. $287. Well, up, see? I okay, I wish it was Well, see? I can't argue with that. <laughs> okay, so that's that's essentially the plan that my job would have chose. So if somebody don't want to meet a deductible, they could just, and they get an individual plan, they could just go look for a policy that does not require them to meet a deductible and make monthly payments. They'd have to find that. That is correct. You they have can. to make that clear when they go to the insurance people. Hey, I don't want to do this. Is there? Um, does no, this work for no. me? No. So I didn't want to do this, <laughs> but I'm going to talk about the different companies here and okay. individual medical insurance, okay. not group, because group is different. Mm. Um, I can come back and talk about group if you want. But well, see, I only ever had groups, so I don't really need to know about that. I think it's, I think the people that were asking were people that are interest, are interested in individual. Because when right. it's your job, you don't really have a choice. You could either Correct. be on the insurance That's or true. not. Right, exactly. So, so you, could, you could explain. With the individual policies, you can purchase a plan through me at Insurance Management <laughs> um, for Atlantic Medical, Kalina, Bahama Health, and there's also a company named New Providence Life that sells medical insurance individually um all of those plans that they sell are completely different from one another Mm. they're not the same atlantic medical is a plan where you have to meet a deductible once your deductible is met you pay 20 Mm percent kalina and that's if you're in network put that out there kalina is a plan where there's no deductible you just make a co-payment every single time you go to the doctor. Um, and Bahama Health is a plan where has plans where you have to meet a deductible for some benefits and you have a co-payment for other benefits. Okay. Um, and then New Providence Life, they have plans where you have to meet your deductible in every 
for all of their plans. But um, you have to submit your claims and get reimbursed. Girl, I hate that down. I ooh, I was on yeah. like one days because I ain't like I got it. But those types of plans are cheaper. Oh, I got. I've okay. So I mean, and you know, the higher your deductible, the less money you pay each month in premium. So I always tell people is like where you want to be out of money. Oh, so if you want to be out of money who, at the front end when you pay right, your premium, right. or if you want to put a couple dollars aside to have your deductible saved. So up. someone who have to meet a let's say a thousand dollar deductible, their monthly payments are probably cheaper than mine, because my deductible is okay. Got yeah. you. So now I know the people that's be turning the cancer worlds away and the chronically ill away for insurance because I guess their bills are going to be high. So the insurance company, the insurance company, will be paying planning money for what they need. But outside of being chronically ill, are there other reasons that insurance companies would turn someone away? Like other factors outside? Hey, girl, you could be in the hospital too much. We gonna we gonna do that. Um. Yes. Uh. You know, people who. Sadly, you know, sometimes who have, um, I know people get denied if they have uh, bipolar disorder, some mm-hmm. type of mental, you know, illness um, where medication has to be um, taken, where there could be in and out of the hospital. Um, I do think that for the most part, um, the insurance companies do try to work with you with where they will still issue you a policy, mm-hmm. but they may just exclude that illness, that particular thing. Um, sadly, sometimes it's just for blood pressure you get denied. I had someone who, a young person, um, just got denied the other day because she, her blood pressure was actually low. Oh. Not like significantly low, but lower than low enough to raise a red flag. And they denied her. So, you know, and actually, people who have cancer in most cases, sometimes if you're seven years out Mm -hmm. and you are cancer free, you can't be considered. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. So, outside of being chronically ill, mental health issues could be a reason. Yeah, and there's other things. I mean, but sometimes a. degenerative Mm -hmm. illnesses um even congenital illnesses like if like if you have a baby Mm -hmm. um and you didn't have insurance when you had the baby and then god forbid something was the matter with the baby at birth Mm -hmm. your baby can't get insurance oh my gosh yeah that it's very unlikely so you know it they're not an insurance company is not going to try to take on someone where they're going to have to be spending tons of money on you i was going to ask if i was correct in the assumption that the chronically ill and and people like that is it because they're going to have to spend a lot of money to insure them because they're going to be going to the doctor a lot that's why they're yes okay and but that's the individuals i will say for group Mm -hmm. policies um if you have a large enough employee base Mm -hmm. Um, people who have cancer and other illnesses like that, they will be accepted. You know, you just only, they'll only pay so much money out a year for them. Okay. Are there companies that don't turn people away? Like, are there, not we talking about in the Bahamas, are there companies here that no matter what their thing is, anybody who come here could get a policy or every company is turning people away? In short, no. There are okay. None. There are none. So anyway, you go, they can say no. But, I mean, you do have supplemental insurance products that are out there where you can get discounts at doctor's offices, you know, doctor's hospital. I had name dropping, but anyway, doctor's hospital Mm -hmm. um, has plans where uh, you can purchase for like $30, $40 a month where they give you discounts or um, if you have to be admitted to the hospital Mm -hmm. or get blood work done there, scans, things like that. So there's options for people who can't get insurance or don't want to spend hundreds of dollars each month where they can just pay a nominal fee and have some benefits to health care okay whose decision because y'all as i just said i don't like when the girls make me pay everything one time and they reimburse me who decision that us be that us be the insurance will that us be the doctor's office the doctor's office to be like no pay so why they interest in insurance people like i don't know um but they okay so what it is really is you go to the doctor your bill is six hundred dollars right when you pay the doctor Mm -hmm. that's six hundred dollars he getting all that six hundred dollars okay 
He don't take no insurance. So if you want to get any money back or you want anything to be applied to your deductible, whatever, you submit that claim yourself. Mm-hmm. And whatever the insurance company, um, however it's paid out, it goes towards your deductible or you get money back. Mm-hmm. So it's in the doctor's best interest to get all their money up front. Okay. Um, but those that are, are do accept it, what happens is, again, say your bill is $600. Mm-hmm. When you when they submit that bill, and I call it a book that the insurance companies have. They have a list of what something the usual, reasonable, and customary costs for a CAT scan is. Say mm-hmm. it's five hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and your bill was six. They only gonna pay the five hundred dollars. So that happened to me last year. Again, my physical. I say, mm-hmm. I say, no, no, this is supposed to be free. Am I saying? And it's, the lady was like. Yeah, yeah but covered. it go up to a certain point, and our physicals round here cost plenty. Like let's say it go up to a hundred, she was like, "Yeah, but ours cost one hundred and thirty, so you have to pay the thirty dollars. That's cash or that's card or what you? Because <laughs> run my money. <laughs> we don't look between your legs, so miss, don't even, don't start, don't start. Okay, so that is be up to the doctors. So someone had asked me; they had heard that vision and dental you can only get on group insurance. And then they had heard that it is possible for individuals. So who's lying? Neither one of, well, the person who says they can only get it on group is lying. Okay, so um, you can you can get it get individually. In, it individually. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bahama Health, mm-hmm. they sell their individual products and you can purchase dental and vision at renewal so you have to be covered for one year and then if you want to add it on you can there's also another company that sells individual dental and vision plans Mm. um obviously like all insurances there are deductibles and some waiting periods for certain services um but you can purchase it um so you can get it if you like okay what factors go into deciding how much a deductible is? So, like, who who is the one that is be like, hey, boss, the deductible for this group or this person should be five hundred dollars because what are what are factors that go into deciding the deductible? It's whatever your employer or what you want. I mean, so my job agreed to that five hundred. Yeah, good. So good they agreed to the five hundred dollars. But let me tell you, you can go your whole the plan that you have. You can go your whole life and not have to meet your deductible if you wanted to mm. it just depends on where you want to seek care okay you know you can just make a co-payment and just go and just go now remind you i will say even though i i don't ever i haven't reached my 500 deductible ever yet but that never cost me to pay full price for my medication i always just do the copay for the, the medication. yeah so mm-hmm. i just be like you know what what I really need the insurance for I get because my medication is be expensive. Mm-hmm. So paying thirty dollars instead of one twenty because exactly. I remember them no insurance days, them no job days. That medication is not cheap. Medication is expensive. Okay, so the the deductible is agreed upon by the two, the company, the insurer, and your employer. Um, you know, and there's a range of deductibles. Some people have a deductible as low as $200, and mm-hmm. some people's go up to $5,000. My deductible is $1,500. Okay. So, you know, exactly, you know I be trying to go make co-payments. I'm not trying to have to meet a deductible mm-hmm. for things, because I'll never do it. I'd never go to the doctor. What <laughs> makes what makes a good insurance? Like, what makes a good policy? Like, what are some factors that when you see it, you'd be like, okay, hey, this is a good... In general, this is a good policy to have. Especially for people between 25 and, and 35. What's good insurance for them or a good company for them, a good kind of policy, however you want to word that? You want to make sure that your policy, you know, you have coverage for annual physicals. For us ladies, you want to make sure that it has good maternity benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure always that you have a good overseas network, um, like in the United States, for care. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, sometimes not everything can happen here in the Bahamas, and you got to abroad mm-hmm. um you want to you know make sure it's affordable and there are affordable mm-hmm. plans out there that 
will have the benefits that you want. People just have to look for it. You just have have to to get a good insurance lady like me Mm -hmm. and (laughs) let them go through everything with you and make sure that you make the best decision. Okay. So when would when would it be better or a better decision for one to pay out of pocket versus copay? Like what kind of situation would you be like, you know what, you should probably just pay for that out of pocket. Don't worry about the copay this time. What kind of situations lead to that? Because I didn't know that there were situations that led to that. I personally don't think that there's any. Okay. In my opinion. Um you if you don't pay the copay, you know, you're always gonna end up paying more. Mm-hmm. Some I believe some people like to do it because they don't want the insurance company seeing, oh, she gone to the doctor for whatever you went to the doctor oh, for. Oh people just do that? I'm sure that they do. Because if you don't disclose something to the insurance company, they will oh. never know that you have it. And so, if they see you going to the doctor for they could ask for it. They could not necessarily ask about it, but if you put on your application I don't have diabetes. Okay. I don't have high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. I don't have high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And you go to the doctor, uh, or you get in prescriptions for these things. Mm-hmm. There you see, but you just say you're not that. Mm-hmm. So why are you getting? Ouch! They'll find out that like that, and they can make they can rescind their policy. They don't have to keep you covered if they find out that you lied. Oh girl, how y'all just be telling people? Um, Ain't nothing happening no more. Like, you send a letter, you call them to come into the... Girl, like you said, people died. You send a letter. To the, to, to the, so to the post you, office? So, your employer. If oh, you, okay, If you gotcha, uh, gotcha. have group insurance, um, if you have it through an agent, normally you'll have an agent, your agent will reach out to you and say, mm-hmm. you know. So, for the people that, um, let's say someone doesn't really go to the doctor often or they don't take, like, meds, would it be easier for them to save money in your opinion or do you think having insurance is easier if like putting money to the side you are a responsible adult and mm-hmm. you know you're not going to touch this two hundred dollars you put aside every month for your medical care in the event that something happens mm-hmm. i still don't think mm-hmm. <laughs> it's worth it i i i do believe that insurance is good because if something horrible happens something catastrophic and you have insurance coverage you get cancer you get in a car accident and you need rehab you in the hospital you need all these different things happening you ain't gonna have hundreds of thousands of dollars cookouts could only go so far Mm -hmm. you know what i mean there but there are products out there that you can purchase that way you can get a lump sum of money in the Mm -hmm. event you were diagnosed with cancer or you have a heart attack or a stroke or things like that. So you don't necessarily have to take out an insurance, a medical insurance plan. You can take out some type of supplemental plan that can assist in the event that you need medical care and you need money. Okay, so every business has to profit, and I'm sure insurance companies are no different. So what percentage of our premium are insurance companies get? Like, how do you make your money? Where, I, where, where in it are they benefiting? Because if they pay an 80%, they come and they spend a plenty of money to, like, to keep us insured. So where does their profit come from? Does it come from our premiums or? Their profit work? will come from their premiums, from okay. the premiums that you pay. From my um, little 102. From your little 102 and the next. $400 that your insurance, that your employer may pay for you because mm-hmm. you don't pay the whole amount. Right. You know, I don't know what your I got to look on my pay stub, I forget. It on the pay stub, but no, I just don't remember what the number uh, is. Yeah, it's probably a good chunk too. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the insurance companies will make their money from the insurance, from the premiums that you pay. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have to pay... Um, any agents, commissions out of that, any administrative expenses out of that. So the whole premium is what they get. No, but then a part of that premium also goes to the pool of funds in the Okay, event, okay. You know. That's how my friend and they have to show you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like insurance is a, um, I don't want to say a scheme because that sounds so bad. I want to say it's <laughs> skipping loom, hon. But it's, um... It's giving loom. It, it is giving loom. But so, the percentage that goes towards that profit, is that different? It's the law of large numbers. Okay. Right? So the healthy pay for the sick. Just like national insurance. Curacao at the bank. All our money going in there to get payout to the old people, mm-hmm. pension, 
invalids, all these disability benefits. It ain't like y'all. We just get our money back. We get mm-hmm. everyone money back. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing with just regular medical insurance um, and life insurance. You mm-hmm. know, you pay in four hundred dollars a month. You have a four hundred thousand dollar claim. All your four hundred dollars a month thing get add up to the four hundred thousand dollars. Okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. the money have to come from somewhere. So it's all the insurance premiums of every single person who's insured with that company mm-hmm. pooled together to pay claims. Okay, so what percentage do you think? I don't know. I is it different? I is it different across companies, or there is there it a specific? Probably is. Like oh, okay, there an, isn't like a general rule no, of thumb. No, I. It's not. I okay. mean. So, for I example, Colina's whatever percentage of a premium mightn't be Bahama Health. Right. It? Okay. Yeah. No, so it's, it's no. Okay. I couldn't say that. I don't know that information. What factors into health insurance being so expensive? It is. Is it because care is expensive? It's because care is expensive. Okay. You know, and insurance companies try to mitigate that cost mm-hmm. by but having, they also have to make money. But and that's why you have a deductible. Mm-hmm. So. You have to pay for the first part of a claim, which is what your deductible is. Mm-hmm. If you have a $500 deductible, you're responsible for the first $500. Okay. Then the insurance company pays 80%, mm-hmm. and you pay the 20%, and however it goes. And if you have a co-payment, then you just make your co-payment. Mm-hmm. Let's move over to life insurance because we had a few life insurance questions. Mm-hmm. I y'all, y'all know I be writing things down, so we might go back to medical, but... Um, what would be a reason? Because someone wrote in a question basically saying, y'all wait till I die to give out this money, but how I know y'all give it out because I did. What factors would play into someone's life insurance not being paid out once they pass away? And what happens to the money if it don't get paid out? Like, well, um, the only reason a, why wouldn't a life insurance policy get mm-hmm. paid out? Like why? What would what would factor into my family not getting the money that I've been paying every month consistently? And now I down to the ground, down to the cremation factory. It de- I gone and they can't get no money. Why? It really depends on your policy. There are some exclusions to life insurance policies where you um, won't get paid. Like if you die, or if you say you commit suicide, mm-hmm. um, or. And all life insurance policies, disclaimer, are different. Mm-hmm. So I'm not speaking, you know, absolute. There yeah. are, you read your policy, people, like, that is important. Because people will be like, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. They well, got to read that little one, booklet. One, you have a bad agent, because they should have told you something mm-hmm. pertinent. And two, you should take the time and read what you're buying. Okay, right? so. But there are things. Some, Like I said, if you commit suicide, some policies don't pay out for that. If you... Mm-hmm. Um, die from HIV or AIDS. Some policies don't pay that. Um, <clears throat> and that's in the policy. Yeah, and if you lie, if you misstate information mm-hmm. at the time you are accepted and you die because of something that you actually did have but you lied and said you didn't, mm-hmm. your policy can g- become null and void and you will just get like a return in your premiums. Okay, so... When you say lie, not only with health-related things. So, like, if y'all insure me and I never tell y'all that I'm, like, a convicted killer, <laughs> and then y'all find out later after they don't I They ask that question. I just, like, the lie has to be health-related. That and if you're a smoker and you don't, if you're a smoker and you say you don't smoke. Okay, so you lie with habits and right. then and you get lung cancer from smoking. Most things you kind of could you have to do medical underwriting, you know, mm-hmm. get blood work done, do medicals, different types of things. Mm-hmm. And those things come to light sometimes when that stuff happens. But, yeah. So the answer to the question is why was, when why would someone not, why would their life just not be paid out? The answer to that is usually in their policy. It's yeah, in, it's in it's that in booklet. Their pol- it's in your policy. Okay. What an exclusion would be, you know. And your agent has the answer as well. So you could they ask should. when you were live. What, what would be a reason my people don't get straight? Yes, but there's probably... They get paid. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen... I've never had a... And my family don't get straight. I pull in people too, so... I've never had, like, again. a beneficiary not get paid. And um, mm-hmm. always name a beneficiary, people. Don't ever leave it to your state. 
people is be not leaving someone name there. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, when you don't leave someone's name there, so what is happening after that? And if you have a will, like mm. if, if you leave it to your estate, then it has to go through probate. So that could take long, and that money could not go to who you really wanted it to go to. Debts have to be paid first, and that's money for that, and things like that. So always leave it to somebody. That, Girl, way, that, don't check, that check's getting paid to a person. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So and you could up. split it up. Like, if you want yeah. 50% to go here and 50% to go there, or 25, mm-hmm. 25, 25, however you want it. Okay, so someone had a question as it relates to life insurance. And they wanted to know if there were plan options to where, like, let's say you get, like, a 10-year situation going on, and at the end of 10 years, you don't die. Then you get some money back or some type of... Is that a thing? <clears throat> like, why that don't happen if it's not a thing? <laughs> there are plans and Then you where, start to 10 years again if you're... Living. There are plans where you can get some money back, not all your money back. Um, you know, you have whole life policies. So a whole life policy is a policy that you will have for your whole life. Um, mm-hmm. And it can build cash value. So you can, if at the end of 10 years you don't want it no more, you could get whatever the cash value is in that policy. There are term policies <clears throat> where you can get money back um, after 10 years, 40% mm-hmm. of your money back. I'm not 40% of the benefit, 40% of your premiums paid, just to be clear. Mm -hmm. Um, But a term policy is what it is. It's a term. It's for whatever this particular, whatever the reason is you get in the policy for. In the event of your death, that money goes to whatever that policy is for. It's usually assigned to a bank or something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, So there are plans where you can get money back. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just not going to be all of your money. Okay, so yeah. it, ain't, it ain't nowhere where for 10 years you could be paying them every month, and if you're still alive on year 11, they give you all that money no. back. That's not going to happen. No. Okay, so someone made a comment about life insurance benefiting the wealthy, so I'm going to read it for you, Okay. and then you just give me your thoughts as a professional. If you're wealthy, it benefits you because you can put your entire family in 100000 or 500000 insurance easily, and if you die before... Your kids, they get a hundred k or five hundred k head start on life. If they die, you have that hundred k or five hundred k to invest again to make more money. Minimum wage is two ten. A twenty k life insurance in the Bahamas, on average, if you're in good health, is twenty five to hundred dollars a month. Someone on min- minimum wage can't afford that, and that's if you get insurance from a long time ago, meaning when you're younger. Mm-hmm. What do I think? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that that's why you should take life insurance out. But I think that, you know, life insurance is for a peace of mind for your family. So mm-hmm. if you take out a $100,000 policy and on yourself, your beneficiaries get the money. Mm-hmm. Um, people take life insurance out on their kids. And sometimes, depending on the policy, the kids' policies, um, they mature and you can get some money back. Mm-hmm. The benefit face amount goes up. Um I don't think life insurance is for the rich. I you don't think, think it only benefits no, the rich? No, it definitely doesn't benefit the only benefit the rich. I mean, you can take a $10,000 life insurance policy out, you know. Um, and still have something. You you mean to say, when I when they say enriched, they mean like people who make more than minimum, minimum wage or like the wealthy? The wealthy. Using numbers oh. like 100K and 500K, I imagine that you mean the wealthy. Uh-huh. Not you about to say 100K and no money. Girl, I forget you rich. Let's move I'm, on. I'm, hello, I'm not. Thanks. But $100,000. I was trying to see her face. She was like, 100K? No, I mean. I buy that in shoes. <laughs> I know you're supposed to say 100K and no money. I know I, that's what you're supposed to say. I was going to say that, but like in the world today. Mm-hmm. Some people could spend hundred thousand dollars in two days. You know what I mean? Like the cost of living is high right okay. now. A hundred thousand dollars, while it will benefit you and you will be able to do things with that, it's mm-hmm. not gonna last a lifetime. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, um, I don't know. I don't think it's for the rich. It. You think life insurance benefits us all? It. 
can benefit us all. People have life insurance policies just for funeral expenses. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, where you leave habits so your family doesn't have to come up with $30,000. Child, and that has come you. in handy because you know. people is one day money. <laughs> they eat. Listen, when you drive up in a car and sit under a tent, they one day corn. And they just be like, um, before everything gets straight, what... What, what their life insurance plan is. When we could expect mm-hmm. this 8K, 10K. Mm-hmm. And that ain't what I hear. That's that's money I see. That's money people ask me for. So that ain't what I hear. That's what I know. There's one they con and there's one no few people straight before they even say, yeah, we can do the body. There are affordable life insurance options out there for everyone. Okay. There are. Do insurance agents rich. get discounts on insurance policies? Medical and life insurance policies? Mm. No. What? But you all just work there. So what happened? Maybe I work, I don't work for an insurance company. Okay. I work for an insurance agency. Mm-hmm. So I personally don't get any um, discounts on any medical or health and life insurance. Mm-hmm. Like the agency I work for, I may get a discount on my home or my car what? insurance, but mm-hmm. not for medical and life. I don't know what happens at the insurance companies if their employees get any type of discount. Oh, so... How to ask this? Because I don't get too much in your business. So I wanted to ask, what do you have an individual plan, or did did your job provide insurance? I have as well? a group plan. Okay, and from a professional, do you think you guys' this group plan is a good one? I think the group plan is an excellent plan. Okay, so that's the policy you would have picked for yourself. Yes, if I okay. were if I owned a company and I was having these benefits for my employees, I would definitely go with the plan that I have. One hundred percent. What about NHI? Is that is NHI insurance? Are you on NHI? I am personally not signed up for NHI. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I wouldn't. I just haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Um, NHI is great. I is mean, it an insurance thing? It is insurance. Okay. So it allows you, I believe, right now to you know get primary care um, for your selected from your selected physician. Mm-hmm. I, um, as far as I know. I don't think they've rolled out any like hospitalization care or anything like that. Um, but from private doctors, you can get primary care benefits. Oh, and they right. also have the prescription drug plan. So the government, that is, has a prescription drug plan where you get your sign up and whatever the medication you have to get, you can get it. I guess at a discounted price. Okay. Or free. Um. Okay, someone asked this question. I think what they want to know is if it's a possible thing over here. So, again, if you're, like, a healthy person and you don't really use your insurance, let's say you don't go on five years, you will never use it, and now you need to use it for whatever, and you still have to make it deductible, are there plans where if you go a certain while without having to use your insurance that you get, like, money back or it goes into, like, a little trust no. or something or like I don't know they build up a life insurance policy for you with the money that you're not using that's not a thing no that's not how come not a thing because I know the person could be like why um because like I said before like the money that you pay it literally goes into a pool mm-hmm. you know for when care has to be paid out for you and others mm-hmm. um your deductible is an annual deductible so that's something that has to be met every year if mm-hmm. you Facilitate use your plan in that way. Um, so no, there's and no the, the purpose of the deductible is to make sure that so it's for the insurance company to make sure that you pay a portion. Not to make sure because not all insurance companies have a deductible. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that that plan works. Okay, so if all insurance companies don't have a deductible, what would you say is the purpose of a deductible? For you to pay a part of the claim as well. Okay. So everything in on the... Insurance company. I mean, $500 compared to, like, the $20,000 that they're going to have to pay is... They just want to make sure they ain't in it by themselves. Yes. Okay. And they're not, because mostly their plans, when you use have in-network care, it's covered at 80-20. So you Mm -hmm. still pay in 20%, and they pay in 80%. Okay. I mean, shout out to Paige. This came from Instagram. I think we've answered this, but I asked it anyway because it's Paige. Why does there seem to be so many loopholes with medical insurance? And what she means by that is why do some companies require that you have the coverage for a while before you can make a claim? Why aren't certain things covered like tests and blood and stuff like that? But I think you tell me if I'm wrong. See if I've been listening to you. I think the answer to that question is it all depends on 
what kind of policy they giving you and your health. So like they might they might not cover certain I guess tests or whatever because babes you have to get that all the time. We can't cover that that expensive. Right. So some plans have a waiting period up front. I Either never have that, you know. Ninety days. Some have one hundred and fifty days. I don't know that. Um, I thought as soon as you get the as soon as you sign your thing, you go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Most pl- one or two Cur- have waiting periods, but for pre-existing conditions. Mm-hmm. All plans will have a waiting period. Some mm. plans have a 12-month waiting period or a 24-month on all pre-existing conditions. So if you have, if they cover you and say you have high blood pressure, you can't make no claims for your high blood pressure for 24 months. And then afterwards, so you got to pay for your prescriptions out of pocket. That's just it. But oh. you have cover for everything else. You get cancer, you got cover. You get in an accident, you got cover. Maternity has an automatic 12-month waiting period. I had to start talking to my friends with insurance, you know, because I know everybody <laughs> insurance is be like mine or like, you mm-hmm. know, I didn't know this be so different. But it's all it's all according to the company that you get insurance with. So the, the loopholes are... The loopholes that you use that word loopholes, but mm-hmm. it's so, you know, you're, you just start your insurance today. Mm-hmm. $300 is your premium. You won't go make a ten thousand dollar claim the next day. Mm. You ain't made. No, you haven't paid into the plan to Enough. facilitate okay, a ten thousand dollar claim. You know got what I you. mean? So they want. They need to try to build up your premiums. These premiums are the money that they can use to pay your claims. So mm-hmm. if you have a, you only pay three hundred dollars and you have a ten thousand dollar claim, mm-hmm. they may. They may. They don't want to have to pay it so quickly. Mm-hmm. They want you to build up. So if you money. get your insurance Wednesday, you can't go get your body due Friday. No. You have and to wait your a little body bit. can't get due on an insurance plan. Oh, no? Hell no. Y'all cold, but y'all, <laughs> but y'all strip around here. But it's medically necessary. Y'all, you don't think medically I need a bigger bungee? I mean, we all do, but so, if we could go get the doctor. That's a quality of life thing right there, <laughs> in my opinion. So as an as an insurance professional, I'm sure you hear people say insurance is a scam quite often. Mm-hmm. When you hear people say that, what is your feeling towards it? I wouldn't actually ask you what you will say because I'm sure that you give a professional answer. But in your head, what you just be thinking when people be like, insurance is a scam. How do you feel about that? I feel like I get what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But you also have to think about it in the long term. Like you have to think about... You have this plan, and you don't you don't know what life holds for you, mm-hmm. right? And you could be walking down the street and get knocked down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And have to go in the hospital and be in there 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, $100,000 worth of claims. Mm-hmm. You have $100,000? No. Oh. So, Y'all have me complaining about paying one or two. Y'all know <laughs> so I have 100000 like, That's what it's for. You know, the eventuality is like... Better safe than sorry. Exactly. Like, it's... I hate having... Y'all will know how much money is coming out of my pay every month for insurance. (laughs) A lot. I could, like... I feel like, Jesus... I would be rich if the money didn't come out of my pay for insurance. Speaking of that, I did forget somebody's questions. Why is it... Why do children cost so much on insurance? Like, why, when you add a dependent, it is get so high? This is this was a question from a, a new mother. Um well, you know, babies they have to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um babies, you know, sometimes, you know, they in the pediatrician office all the time. Mm-hmm. But babies just, require a lot of doctor visits. <laughs> so once you put them dependent on, I gotta mean, pay for that. It's probably like half of what somebody would pay depending on mm-hmm. what the premium is, like if I didn't have a kid, mm-hmm. $84 would come out of my pay. But because I have a child, Stop lying, $287 no, man. comes no, out of my pay. Man. Okay. Even after she done grown? After she done grown. And she ain't going to doctor no more? Mm-hmm. No, man. No, I man. Mean, you take your kids for your annual physicals. They yeah, 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 yeah. Things yeah. just happen. We went. Thank That's God she money. had my insurance. Let me tell y'all something. We went on vacation when she was four. Mm-hmm. He was at the hotel. Um, the pull-out couch was out, right? And you know how the pull-out couch had that metal piece? Mm-hmm. Anyway, she slipped and fell, and you can't tell it in this picture, but 
She, like Bossa knows, opened right on the side. Hill. Oh, Lord. Okay. I had to go to the emergency room mm-hmm. because it's like blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. The emergency room in Orlando charged the insurance company $1,500 to put Neosporin and a Band-Aid on my child's face after we waited like three hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I didn't have insurance, you'd have to pay that fifteen hundred. I would, or more. Mm. You know what I mean. So, like, it's what did good. you pay? If you don't mind me asking, I think I ended up paying like one hundred and fifty dollars or something Jeez. like that that's for a, neosporin a, and a bandaid. That's I a big that gap from fifteen hundred dollars. That's a that's a big gap. It is okay. So that's why the stuff has happened to children. Stuff has happened. Is it? A, and I, I didn't notice until. I started with um, getting these questions. What, what did the Elizabeth teachers not getting insurance? Why people? Why? Why? Yeah, why private arts. teachers don't? Because children have super germs. So if anybody need insurance, uh, well, there are some companies out there that do sell school plans. So mm-hmm. I mean, all schools should probably take advantage of that. But um, mm. why teachers don't have insurance? Because like you're saying, insurance is expensive, <laughs> and and teachers don't make no money. Is that what they say? That is what they say, but I I was surprised to know that schools don't offer that for teachers. Some schools do. Some schools do. Maybe it depends on the school. Maybe hmm. school raggedy. I wonder if government school teachers just get insurance. They do. They do. I have teacher friends who have insurance. While it's not with like, their with their with the with the job. Yeah, with okay. the government. Like it. While it's not um, the best, mm-hmm. that there's cover and there they can get care. Do you feel like we don't press people enough to get life insurance? That was, that was the question. Why are we not pressing more people to get life insurance? Um, do we not press people enough to get life insurance? In your opinion? I press people every day to get life insurance. Okay. So, um, you know, it's all about your budget as well. Like, things tough. Okay. You know, but I mean, you should, if you can... Not get your nails done. Mm-hmm. One week. That's first why you're going too far from you say don't get your nails done, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> or something like, like there's something that you can sacrifice that is not necessary mm-hmm. to take out a life insurance policy. 100%. I agree. I agree. 100%. I agree. Like you could, I don't know, not get your nails done, don't get no lashes. Before lashes was a thing, y'all wasn't getting no lashes. Yeah, right, we just no lashes. we just looking in the mirror, blinking, mm-hmm. so wondering why could, I don't look like a doll. You could like go up. So just make the sacrifice. Yes, yeah, make a sacrifice for your loved ones. It's not like you making this, especially with life insurance. It's mm-hmm. not like you making the sacrifice for you. If you have kids, I have a life insurance policy because I have a child, and mm-hmm. in the event if something had happened for me, I want to make sure that she's taken care of. We'll make sure she's straight. My life insurance policy. It's $150,000, and I pay $30 a month. Okay. I mean, I was considerably younger when I took it mm-hmm. out, but, like, if I had to do it right now, I think it's around $80 a month, mm. maybe. Okay. But, you know, it really, you should I make this I must be on the wrong life insurance, hon. But every time I drag my slippers to go pay my life insurance, I just be like, you know what? There's a headache. My auntie and my sisters ain't enough to have if something happened to me. Exactly. And for them not to have a headache, let me get these people like money. And the younger you are, mm-hmm. the less it's going to cost. I've heard. I've and heard. And if you don't smoke, it's going to cost less too. Yeah. And they can find out if you smoke. But see, I didn't oh, get I it till like, like 24, 25. That's young. Yeah. Like, if you can. But I had a pre-existing condition, so the girls was like, hold on, sicky. Let's talk. But that's still probably not about. Yeah, it isn't as expensive. If I was to go now, now, it would be a lot yeah, more. A lot more. It's if you in your twenties, even early thirties, you can get a life insurance life insurance plan that's affordable. Okay. May not be like hundreds of thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. but you can get something. You get something. Something. Okay. Well, before we go, we're gonna go into ask the host. And I told you before we started that you could ask me any two questions, whether it's related to the conversation about insurance and stuff, or if it's outside the conversation and I have to answer them. Have you thought of your questions? I have not. Ah. But, but I will ask one. I give you okay, one. Okay, go ahead. All of this talk that we've had about life and health insurance, mm-hmm. do you think it's a scam? Insurance? 
I don't think it's a scam because I use it quite regularly. Like I benefit from it. Like I tell y'all, I take medication every day and my medication is not cheap. So I see the benefits of it because I've had life without insurance Mm-hmm. and life with so I know how much money I save in and then also from I was younger like when I was on my mommy insurance obviously I remember like going to the doctor and her not asking me sit down to the thing anytime I see a little bumper whatever mommy take me to Dr. Dawson please I don't know what's going on I'm very into my body so once mm-hmm. I'm Dr. Dawson I don't know come let me get naked let's see what's going on around the place so I would go to the doctor when something was off mm-hmm. and I would see how how much money my mommy didn't have to come up with for right. me going to the doctor. She didn't have to be like, no, man, you can't go this time because we can't. Have, you know what right, I mean? Right. So I don't think it's a scam because I benefited from it. Now, mind you, I hate having to meet a $500 doctor because I never do. However, I've learned from my coworkers that there are other things on our plan without me having to pay out of pocket that I could Mm-hmm. I could um, take advantage of. Like, something about, girl, apparently we could be going down to the chiropractor 10 times on our thing. You, I said, what? You want to be referred, but yes. Girl, it was something, and I was like, so do I got to do anything? And they was like, no, man, just go give them your, your policy, whatever, whatever. And, like, they'll ask you if to charge it to the company or if you go pay, and they'll tell them to charge it to the company. And I was like, I could do that? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. And I didn't even know that. So I think, I don't think it's a scam. I think... People can kind of become lazy when it's time to research and do the legwork of picking the plan for you. Mm-hmm. Coming from the girl that's on the group insurance, I've done no <laughs> legwork. But no, I don't think it's a scam. Okay. And I ha- like I said, I do have life insurance. I'm a real adult. And I've always had, even when I was younger, I didn't know that not having health insurance was a thing. I didn't know that you could be... Uninsured? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that that was a thing. I don't know what I thought public hospitals before but i didn't know that people could not have insurance so no i don't think insurance is a scam and i think that everyone should make sure that they straight unless like the resident insurance lady said unless you're that responsible and that disciplined and make that much that your cushion fund can't suffice if you need a hundred thousand dollar surgery and child put your money aside yep but i ain't that i responsible that hundred thousand dollars can go after that I was just about to say, and then if you could make that $100,000 back, yeah. then do your big one. But me, I can get my nails too. <laughs> I can get some prints. <laughs> I can run away. I got it. I got it. Well, thank you so much for coming. I don't know if you want to plug where um, anything, like if you want the girls to reach out to you for insurance or whatever, now is the time to plug that where they can find you, where they should go, all that good stuff. So you can find me at Insurance Management, Rosetta Street East. Mm-hmm. Um, you come in and you can ask for Miss Sawyer. Okay. Thank you so much for coming. It has been a lovely time, and I hope all y'all learned something. Those of you whose questions I didn't get to, shout out Chrissy and Latrell. I did remember, but we have run out of time. I'm going to ask her them if I haven't already. Thank you guys for listening. This has been a pod called Gals. Conversations, our interpretation, behavior, persuasion, that's the way it is.